0: and battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com.
1: formula formally welcome you to the show right thank you so uh we're here today with um famed legend pelagic man florida man (laughs) um zach Yarbrough, and uh welcome to connected by water presented by joey Cardi chrysler Dodge ram and fueled by papas pilar not officially yet but it will be soon so we're we keep letting the cat out of the bag on that one i'm horrible at like Keeping Keep secrets. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I'm just letting them slip all the time. Yeah. I just, whatever. That's all right. Harris always yells at me about it. Like, why are you telling people that stuff yet? Like, I don't know. It's happening? Well, it's an honor to be here. Thank you very yeah, much man. for having me on the show. Yeah, yeah. So, I, got, I was telling John before before we get started, um, actually, there's a couple things. So, one thing I want to mention is um, the fishing for FFMD. Um, they're trying to raise money with their raffle cool. right now um, for the kids for the muscular dystrophy. There's what two weeks left in the year, or whatever, yeah. something like yeah, that. So, or in that raffle, and uh, they're making one big push right now. So, go to ffmdraffle.org, check it out. Um, you know, we talk, you know, till we're blue in the face about that organization, how amazing they are. You know how we feel about it. Go support them. Yeah, they're wonderful guys. Yeah, you know, we see them at all the tournaments.
0: Yep. Um, you know, we support them in any way we can. Uh, you know, just yeah, just
1: great people. Mm-hmm. You know, great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I have to tell the saga of the bird before we get started. So, I was just talking to John about this. So last night, um, my son who was like he didn't want to go to sleep, finally got to sleep. That's a long story, and I'll make that part real short. Like, get him to bed at like ten thirty, and I finally sit down, and I hear this wee 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 in the back porch. Like, what now? Right? And we have four cats, right? So there is like a cockatiel on the back porch. <laughs> I'm like, where'd this bird come from? And my cat's like, it, it looked like some like you know, cockfighting painting. You right. know what I mean? Like something like that. Like out there, he's trying to like kill this bird. So I saved this parakeet, and um, I don't know how this parakeet ended ended up in my house. But if anyone's watch a show, we this happens. Like birds, like find our house. We had mango. <laughs> we the kids named this one Mango. They named this one Lucky. Because we saved his life, yeah, he's, he's lucky to get away. From yeah, cats, so, huh? so we bring all the cats inside the house and everything like that, and we're like, "Oh, right, we'll just let the bird like leave," because I was trying to get it, but it was like, "Hold up!" And I'm like, "Well, I don't want to scare the living daylights out of it." So, then this morning, my daughter's like, "Daddy, there's a bird outside." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, we got him. We put him up online. So if anyone is missing their cockatiel, we got him. Yeah, lucky. So, yeah. Um, speaking of lucky, segue. um, I think anyone there who runs into you is lucky to know you because um, you just have really this great, you know, it's called attitude on things. And I think it's magnetic and infectious and, um, you know, it's no secret that you've been having a, um, a trial of a life lately. Um, but you know, it's been inspiring for me to watch, um, how you've basically taken the bull by the horns on this thing. Yeah. I appreciate that a lot. You know,
0: um, Past year and a half has been real tough. You know, going through breast cancer uh-huh. and uh, you know, being re-diagnosed again, um, my second battle right now. Um, but I'm a big believer in attitudes. At everything. Uh-huh. You know, um, when your feet hit the ground in the morning, you know, you kind of decide what kind of day it's going to be. You know, um, you can sit around and sulk about it, or you know, you can get busy living and you know, uh-huh. try to make a difference and you know, be positive about it. And it just happens. You know, this year has been crazy for everybody. Yeah, and, it has. Uh, know, so it's a big, I'm a big believer in positivity, supporting people and, you know, helping people achieve their dreams. And it's just so much easier in, in life to be nice mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been a difficult time, but you know, I'm, I've also had a lot of good times too. And, you know, accomplishing a lot of things I never thought were possible and, uh, you know, just meeting a lot of great people in this industry, mm-hmm. you know, they've just been so loving and supportive and. You know, I've only been in it for eight or nine years now and, you know, just so thankful and blessed for, you know, all the people I've met, all the captains I've fished with and opportunities I've had, especially Pelagic. Um, I mean, uh-huh. What an amazing company. Uh, they've been so supportive, you know, through my whole battle, You know, whether it's been fundraisers, you know, to help or, you know, just helping me get the word out. And, you know, a lot of companies at that time would sadly almost kind of try to push you know those guys away you know if somebody mm-hmm. has a sickness or something and you know they've you know just supported me you know 100 and every day they ask what i need and you know just so very thankful to work you know we're more of a family there than anything else
1: you know just blessed yeah that's great I, and i can attest for that too the, the pelagic group is just a the fantastic group of individuals i mean you know and collectively speaking um you know right down to you know chris and nate and like all those guys i mean they've You know, they've always been hospitable, you know, as heck to me You know, every time I see him. And and, um, obviously, I'm very good friends with Nate. And, um, you know, I can attest for that for sure. Um, So we haven't known each other for that long, right? Right. And but like I said, like instantly, it's um, you you just can't help but like, you know, be friends with you because you're just you, you have that outpouring of positive energy all the time. And I think you've been an inspiration to a lot of people. Um, yeah, definitely people that are kind of afflicted uh, with some things in their lives, but I think you've also been a positive inspiration to people who haven't just, just regular everyday people who everything's fine in their life, quote unquote. Right. Right. Um, but just maybe need a little something to look at and that inspires them to feel a little bit more positive about your day. And, um, you know, and it's true, you know, just whether it's your videos you put out or, you know, the, the, the posts you do or the people you meet along the way. Um, it's been great to see. Thank you. Yeah. There's just, you know,
0: so much negativity going in, around in the world these days. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. All you hear is about how bad 2020 was. And, um, you know, I just, I try to think about, you know, how the good things that happen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there was a lot of highs and lows, um, you know, but the highs sure
1: outweigh the lows and, yep. um, I was recently talking to – um, we had George Paroma and Debbie Hansen on uh, recently, and we were just talking about that. Like everyone can kind of crap on 2020 all they want, but right. there are a the hell of a lot of good things that came out of this year. Right. You know, like our industry alone has boomed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you the know,
1: fishing numbers in the tournaments have skyrocketed. Boat yeah. Sales, boat mean, sales. Boat sales are everything. up. and yeah. yeah. I mean, things things have been pr- you know pretty positive, and you, know, you can say, okay, maybe people started – questioning, you know, what's really important in my life and what's not. Right. You know, yeah. It gave everybody a chance to kind of sit back and, you know, kind of
0: reflect what's important and, you know, spend more time, you know, at home with, you know, family and friends and it would kind of slow down in life. Yeah. Life these days is so fast. and Yeah. Instantly. And so it kind of, I think this year kind of allowed everybody to kind of sit back and reflect and, you know, kind of realize what's important. You know, it's, it's tough, you know, tough year, but. You know, just keep moving forward. Yeah, you know, in life, and you know, things are only going to get better. And everybody goes through tough times and hardships. You know, whether it's cancer, whether it's COVID, whether it's you know mental disease or you know family problems. You know,
1: we all have our own battles, and you
0: know, just being there for each other and supportive is you know the best thing in life.
1: Uh-huh. No, I agree. I agree. And um, you know, I'm really just I'm really just happy that you're here today. And um, I know we've been talking about getting this show going for a little bit, and uh, you're finally here, and it's awesome. And, um, you know, I, I really wanted to have a serious discussion with you about a lot of things like this. Um, and if So if I take it too far, just like cut. No, man. And let, I'm, and I'm and let me up. know. Um, but I want to do start by going back a little bit. Um, you know, maybe a lot of people don't know that you played football, right, for University of Virginia, yeah. right? When was this? Uh, this was 2000, 2004. 2000, 2004. Yeah, so okay.
0: Uh, and you were a center. I was. I went in as a tight end. Um, oh, you did. I did. Yeah, but you know, had five NFL tight ends in front of me. I uh-huh. uh, was a long snapper, and my coach, uh, after my soft, no, after my redshirt freshman year during spring ball, asked you know if I wanted to maybe try playing center because uh-huh. I was uh, had the long snapping background and stuff, and I said, yeah, why not? And bulked up and. Put on sixty pounds in the off season, and then started playing center that next year. Wow, she had to put on sixty pounds. Yeah, in the it was. It, yeah, it was. It was a lot easier for me to put on. That must have been fun. Was kind though, of though, put, yeah, those I on. mean, going from <laughs> watching what I had to eat every single day and stuff like that, just to being free for all, and at the same time going from being a slow tight end to a fast offensive lineman overnight. I mean, which was fun. Do you have to make it a
1: point? like to put 60 pounds on like what do you do Yeah I mean it's just, it's a lot of diet It's got to be like yeah. work right yeah, to do like, that Yeah it's
0: a lot of eating it's a lot of carbs it's a lot of protein It's like eat when you're full Yeah it's it's not as fun as it sounds Right I mean it, it's
1: hard to do but it's just part of the gig Oh my god I remember when I was wrestling in high school um they wanted you to like make weight and everything like that and I was a little dumb you know obviously not like the biggest guy in the world But when in high school I was they had what 102 was the lowest weight yeah. and then one twelve was like the next weight. And then I was like one oh eight. And they're like, You gotta get down to one oh two and everything like that. I'm like, I am not getting any lighter than I already right. am. That's, I'm like that's I will glad <laughs> gladly yeah. wrestle one twelve. Right. And like, you know, when you wrestle in high school, like they go by the ounce. You know, like you gotta like not eat like the whole day and then all of a sudden you make weigh in. And everyone starts pounding Snickers bars and everything like that before they're, they're meeting. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of, kind of like, that's my That's the healthiest weight. thing in the world. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. not <at> all, <laughs> Especially for young kids. Yeah. Not at all, <laughs> man. I mean, they'd make you like strip down naked to make weight sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember so, that. Yeah. The, um, did you, well you wrestling? I did,
0: I did a little bit in middle school and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just camps and things. Yeah. Had a bunch of
1: friends who were wrestlers. So wait, you played football same time as Romberg, didn't you? You know Brett Romberg? He mm-hmm. played for University of Miami. He played center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. a good player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, he's a good friend of the studio. Yeah, it's interesting. So we've had two two college football players on the show so far, both centers.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so cool. So the reason I wanted to bring that up is, um, well, just because it's cool, first of all. But you kind of, I think that might explain a little bit of your, your positive attitude throughout everything. And you're kind of like gung-ho effort like throughout this like you, you you're looking at this as like a game like you're trying to win yeah. i know i know yeah, it's, yeah, like, no, no, I like, like, it's life but it you know talk, what i mean obviously
0: but you know talking with my dad a couple you know gosh a year ago or so now you know we just football teaches you a lot in life um you know how to work with other people different backgrounds you know be accountable mm-hmm. um just so many different you know life lessons that you can learn from the sport and We were talking about it and, you know, we just, I just got to treat it like, you know, it's an injury, you know, like I had in the off season, you know, I've had tore my lower abdominal Achilles hands, you know, I've had all kinds of surgeries and stuff and, you know, basically just kind of treat this cancer like that. Uh And, you know, I got to go through rehab, you know, I got to do my stuff to get healthy again. And then, you know, hopefully I can get back on the field again. Uh So that's the kind of attitude I've been treating it with and, you know, going forward with and, I think it's helped a lot.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so you have a rare type of cancer, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, invasive ductal carcinoma, which is uh, the most common breast cancer, which is it's but rare to find in men. It's uh-huh. actually growing these days, and and kind of why I wanted to be public about my story. Right. Um, I wish I would have known more about it uh, when I, you know, first found out. You know, I had a little tumor. I can't remember if I was in the pool or taking a shower or something like that, and you know, touched my left breast and you know, kind of felt a little knot in there under my nipple, and you know, just being a male, not knowing about male breast cancer, yeah, you know, I was a head, little, you know, cyst or something like that, and you know, we kept an eye on it over you know a couple months, and it started to rapidly grow, and over three months, it got to the size of a golf ball, and um, you know, talked with my family and just you know, it was like we got to go in and get this checked out. You know, once I went in and saw my normal practice, practice or practitioner doctor or whatever they're called, um, you know, I could see kind of the concern in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then we went over to the hospital across the street and got a mammogram, and then uh, basically had surgery and a radical mastectomy in my left chest. Uh, you know, a
1: week later, mm-hmm. so everything kind of moved fast and, and really quick. Yeah, I mean going to ask this next question probably more sensitively than, you know, but you know, what's that like getting that news? I mean, it's, it it's was gotta be everyone's heart, worst nightmare, right? To hear it, that. Those words. I was kind of doctors, building you know? myself up for it. Okay. You know, kind of preparing myself
0: for it. And um the hardest part is when I first discovered it until I knew what I was going against. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that five-month window kind of when I first discovered it to when I was diagnosed was really the hardest part for me just because I knew something wasn't right and I didn't know what I was facing. Mm-hmm. And then the day I got the cancer diagnosis, you know, I kind of knew what I was facing. and So I kind of I knew the battle I was against, and I'm the type of guy, you know, I I hate losing more than I like winning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just decided I was going to have attitude, and, you know, I was going to draw line in the sand right there. And, you know, I'm going to move forward and be positive about it, make a difference and, uh, you know, beat it eventually. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man, that's gotta be everyone's worst nightmare. It's just yeah. And it's, wake, yeah, waking, it's tough. You know, out, just, you know, you know, family
0: at home, you know, got two little girls, right. You know, wife and stuff. And so, you know, just your immediate concern is, you know, for your kids and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? and being so young and, you know, I want to be around for them and, teach them. Right. Know, right.
1: Help them develop to be great people in life. The strength you're showing is inspiring. Thank That's you, for brother. sure. That's, Thank I you. mean, that goes for that question. And it, I mean, the love and
0: support has been unreal. So, so I want to talk a, that about that, right? The
1: love and support that you've received. I mean, you know, I'm thankful. You know what I mean? Let's put it to you this way. You know what I mean? It, it, not to de- you know minimize the fact that, right. You're here in this room today with me. Um, talking and that's cool and all. Like we've met at the plagic store and everything like yep. that, and hanging out. And I mean, instantly, I'm like, man, this guy's cool as shit, you know. And um, so, you know, I, I'm thankful that I don't know if it's because of that that we got brought together or whatever the case may be, you know. But I'm, I'm, you know, praying for sunnier days for the two of us together, you know. I appreciate I mean? and all that, that, man. That, Looking you forward know, to yeah. yeah for sure. Getting on the water, hanging out, and yeah, doing definitely. some crazy things together. Absolutely. So getting on the water, hanging out. So I'm sure you you got a lot of people around you. You know what I mean? That are really been supportive. Um, now take me through some of those stories and some of the things that you've done, like throughout all this. That, like, you know, you think about that. I always think about that. Um, what was it Tim McGraw song? You know what I mean? Skydiving. You know what I mean? And like, and it seems like you're you're really making the best of of your journey here, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I believe
0: every day's a good day. You know, no matter how bad it is, mm-hmm. and uh, there's just so many things I love in life that I want to do. And It just keeps moving me forward. And, uh, you know, you only move one direction. You know, you're never standing still. And so, you know, moving forward is the only way to, you know, kind of go. And just the love and support, you know, going public with my diagnosis has been tough. You know, um, the love and support have been amazing. Just the Uh messages I get, phone calls. It's often tough for me to read them. Right. um, You know, and answer those calls because it's – it's tough to escape what I have sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I'm constantly surrounded by it now just because, I, you know, I talk about it and go in public with it. but um, Which is strong to do well, in the first place. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's, you know, it's also, I think it's made me a better person. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's really allowed me to slow down and, you know, value, you know, the important things in life, you know, spend more time with family and friends and, you know, kind of sit back and. You know, look at the big picture and just, you know, how appreciative everything is. Yeah, you know absolutely.
1: I mean? And sometimes the big picture can be strange. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. Yes, it does. Um, yes, it does. You don't, you, don't you think sometimes the big picture can be strange, John? Yep. It can strange. be. All right. So we're going to lighten the mood here. And segue to our strange questions. Oh, all right, here <laughs> we Speaking of people oh, that have supported you, and it's not that bad. It's all not right, that bad. We got We got go. It's it's fun. It's going to lighten the mood here. I know we're on a very serious topic, yeah, right? Yeah, but no, yeah. I want everyone to realize that you're a really fun guy. And, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just all like you know, you know, on the level that we're at right now. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm going to kick this one off. Um, this is our strange questions segment at the Papa's Pilar. Strange questions, right? So here we go. Here we go. All right. So our first one comes from our good buddy, Brad Dreyer. Um, You know, Brad from Yamaha. Uh, He's a good friend of the studio, and he's been a guest of the show. So he asks, do you have any beard grooming tips? I
0: do not,
1: (laughs) really. This is all kind of just... Oh, natural. Wild man. Naturally. Yeah. 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 I don't don't think you're grooming that thing too much. Are you? No, not too
0: much. I'm pretty salty these days. (laughs) Salty as possible. And uh, yeah, last year when I was going through chemo and everything, you know, I lost everything, you know, my hair, my eyebrows, Mm -hmm. eyelashes, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that was definitely a unique look and it all started coming back in March. And so I've just kind of let it grow since then. And
1: you probably had newfound appreciation for hair, right? Oh yeah, without a doubt, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> cool, cool. Well, all right, Brad. So if you're looking at the video portion of this um, podcast, I mean, I think that answers your <laughs> question. Yeah. Um, all right, and then, um, so you know, Jumbo Justin Ladenton. Uh, every every um, every episode, we have what we call the Jumbo question, which is. You know, we give a, a t-shirt to whoever we pick is the best right. question here. yeah, so Jumbo can't win. So, but he sends in a question <laughs> and he asks, have you ever heard for just for men? So and I think <laughs> and I think that's an interesting question because my wife was just like we were just watching like a couple of the podcast episodes on the couch on my phone the other day. and then she looks at me and she like grabs my face and she's like, she goes, you need to dye your beard. I'm like, what are you talking about, right? And she's like, you got these two spots. She's just, like, it just, just looks weird. Character. Yeah, it's just yeah I'm like, I'm not going to dye my beard. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, people
0: think of, I'm a lot older usually than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I just turned 40, and you know, so I get the, I get the wild looks every time I tell somebody that. Every now and then, yeah, I started going gray when I was in my mid 20s. Just part of my oh family. really? Yeah, yeah. They oh, were popping genetic then? Yeah, it's just genetic. Yeah, so, all the men in my family are all big beards and
1: white and gray hair <laughs> right is the beard a new thing though i mean did you have that when you were No playing in actually
0: uh, i had a little goatee when i was playing in college but um, actually before i got into this industry i was uh teaching and coaching high school football and mm-hmm. uh I was clean shaven and right kind of a different man back then and that, head you head know, coach? Yeah. Where at? Edgewater nice. High School. Edgewater. Yeah. Up up in near Central Florida, right? Up in Central Florida and actually which is pretty cool one of my uh, Former players, uh, Carl Joseph, is the starting safety for the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. and tonight they're playing Monday Night Football versus the Ravens, and he's got a special pair of cleats that he's wearing for me. Oh, that's awesome! With my name on the side and all really? that stuff. Yeah, I'll show you a picture.
1: Oh, yeah, let me see that. Oh wait, I think I saw you. But you know what? Oh, I, I posted. posted it. I, I think you saw the, posted. on, yeah. uh,
0: on Instagram. John will throw I'll that. Up. Yeah, John so throw that up on see that. it. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's, awesome. that's killer. Yeah. So he's wearing those on Monday oh, nights. he put tonight. the little Yeti on the side yeah. too, right? <laughs> nice. Yeah, but he's just a phenomenal guy, one of the best players and people I've ever known. And that's so awesome. you coached him? Yeah. So he was. Uh, oh, you got
1: to be proud of that. Yeah,
0: 100. percent I mean, the day I met him this sophomore year, I knew he was special. He mm-hmm. just had that it factor, you know, just yeah. talented, just grinded and worked hard every single play, and you know deserves all the success he has now. Yeah, very that, happy and proud of him,
1: dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah very man. humbled and honored. Yeah, that. man, that's, you that's, should be. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, so when that game's tonight, that game's tonight versus the Ravens. All right, so we're pre-recorded. Yeah, but we'll make sure we post something about that up on social. Make sure everyone watches that cool. and they share your. They're playing great too. It. Yeah, the yeah, the Browns are having a good year. Yeah. yeah, I think they're like eight and four or something. You know, I think people year. in Cleveland are like, yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> right? it's been the, a long yeah. while. The Lions fans, so I understand why they've been <laughs> the, struggling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got. They got. They started drafting all those great guys, and then a million draft picks, and they take yeah. Baker Mayfield, and then they like still kind of sucked right. for the first couple of years. You know what I mean? Yes. You know,
2: he's working his way into it
1: though. Yeah. It takes but, time for those quarterbacks yeah. to get in. Yeah. Get in yeah absolutely. It's a totally different game in speed. Yep. Yep. And that, that's I'm looking at the Tua situation the same way. I, mean, I think yeah. he's doing great for just starting out, you know. But they didn't get a win yesterday. But <laughs> that's the best <laughs> team in the league, though. You know you that game is teams. what that game I think was what it was supposed to be. At the end of the day, that was a young, up and coming, talented team that's improving that played the Super Bowl champs, right? And they gave them a game. Yeah, you know that's all you can and, do. And yeah, that, our defense is better than my
2: team played on Saturday. Yeah,
1: he's a hurricane <laughs> fan. Oh, are you? So, <laughs> that was. <laughs>
2: I, yeah, I was i was, was out on the boat. <laughs> yeah i was out on the boat all day so I was glad i i had it set to record the first thing I did when I saw the score I just deleted it, deleted yeah, it. Like, yeah. don't,
1: you see don't it any part of that. that there's nothing good it could have been worse to i mean you could have lost because <laughs> you threw a shoe or something yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's true sorry I'm oh, a man. Florida state fan I, I yeah. got no I have a, no room to talk right now my family's all gators so are they really oh sorry all right all right and yeah that's the funny thing so we're we're painting that football helmet because I'm the, the featured artist for the national championship football game this year. And um, so I got to paint that helmet. We're going to auction it off for the charity. You know, the proceeds go to Extra Yard for Teachers. and To support to the teachers in all awesome. South Florida. And we did a golf outing recently, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, there's all these guys, like these alumni from, you know, Alabama and Florida. And like all these big corporate guys are at this event. And every one of them was like, "Well, you know, Alabama's going to be on there. You can just start painting Clemson right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't right. think anybody's beating them. I know <laughs> now, now, the that, yeah. now that Trevor's now that Trevor's kind of hitting Australia. You might be right, but you know, we'll see. So yeah, you play um, the games for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I'm thinking it's going to be. Um, I think we're going to get a rematch at Clemson and Notre Dame. To be honest with you, I think it's going to be
2: storybook. Well, yeah, right. They're playing. They're playing in the ACC championship game. So yeah, oh, they're, the, they're going to play each other. Oh, yeah, that's right. This, Trevor, weekend. So, yeah.
1: this weekend or next weekend. But yeah. if Clemson beats Notre Dame, they'll be in. Then it's the chance that Notre Dame in, will yeah. still be in. No. the running mm. right because yeah. they beat them before.
2: It, it'll be so hard. Might, if it'll, Clemson it'll wins, it'll depend. It'll depend on. The closest of the game because A&M right, is right there yeah, yeah. too right, and they're true. not playing against Alabama in Yeah, championship. I think championship. A&M would probably sneak
0: in yeah. over Notre Dame just a- SEC versus ACC. Chimbo. Oh yeah, you <laughs> son want of like a bitch. bitch huh? <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. You ran for that oil money.
1: Oh, he ruined <laughs> us.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, all right. Uh Sorry, getting sidetracked here. Now. Our next question comes from uh Captain Paul Redmond our Dick Jagger, our yeah. our um our industry's uh, uh yeah fish rapper. I know he we'll does some awesome stuff. Right, right? he does on the boat all the time. Yeah. He, he he he's very talented man and um he's included Connected by Water in many of his songs and uh he's asking Do you have any fish rap lyrics ready yet?
2: Oh has he discussed I know this? No we
0: have
1: yeah I know I'm sorry buddy
0: I've been slacking. I've reached <laughs> out to him you know I've I gotta I get, love get in all this stuff you. he does. I know I was like man I wanna Create a verse or something for these? Don't they, do these, don't they you, do these you know, things
1: like these, These what do they call them, the collaborations or whatever? Yeah, well, right? I know. We, we've been I talking about collaboration.
0: Yeah, we should all hit the water sometime and you Dude, know write a song or something together. I'm all about it. Yeah, that's, that's definitely my laughing. fault. He's over there laughing. He's over there looking at be like a music video. Right, oh, do, we'll do a music video.
1: <laughs> that would be epic. There needs to be a good fishing music video. All right, let's Go. do it. Let's do it. I know I'd be remiss not to mention RJ Boyle. When it comes to because he's been doing some rap songs and everything like this. Maybe, maybe we can have a rap battle. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Is it a good idea. That's, uh, all right, we'll figure that one out. All right, so Ray, listen, Mister Redmond, if you're listening to this, let's get this going. He's yeah. supposed to come on the show. Yeah, that was, no, that's all my fault slacking. So I need to get on that and get it to him. All right, all right, put in a good word for me. We'll do. He's he was supposed to actually, but he's up there like he's up, pan, he's panhandling. Pan pan hand, yeah, yeah, so, so he's but, up in uh, so it's like, tough to get him down here or something. Yeah. So i got to figure out next time he's down here and get him in the fishbowl here. But we're moving, so we're going to be out in Pompano soon. Sweet. Yeah. Um, All right. This next question comes from our Nate (laughs) Klutznik
0: of the Florida Man. Oh, Nate, what you
1: got (laughs) for me, brother? And he would like to know, this is the infamous. I think this might be the infamous (laughs) thing that we talk about on the show. What's the strangest, craziest bait you've ever gotten a bite to? It says, your hint is maybe it <laughs> happened on the Florida Man. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Had a nice rainbow
0: trout uh-huh. catch a Bonita <laughs> during one of the tournaments this year. Yeah, I was watching them rigging it up and waiting for them to set somebody up and just got distracted. Next thing mm-hmm. I saw, the one of the rods bent over and... <laughs> I was on a rod and pulled up a nice <laughs> rainbow trout with, with a bonita on the end, though. Somehow we cut a bonita with it. But so that it was, was just pretty like good. toy rainbow trout, right? Yeah, it was just a toy rainbow trout, little rubber dog toy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, a, to that was pretty classic. That was the first time and I've been got. So I got to give them credit for that. And, and I fell p- right into it. Jesus.
1: Yeah? Oh, man. Weren't they pulling up other things too during that tournament? I think they were. The, things that shouldn't be mentioned—they <laughs> <laughs> are throwing it around the people. So, all right. So, Nate, uh, he, the rainbow trout is. You have any other strange? Probably that's probably it, right? Usually when you go in the Florida man, it's like things take yeah, on a life of their Florida own. man's a whole
0: different world. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a that's a fun day of fishing right there. Yeah, I mean you're catching and playing tag and yeah, catching rainbow trout and drinking Fireball and. Yeah, they, and they got a little Timmy doing all the work for everybody, yeah. catching all the fish, and yeah. everyone's just enjoying it, right? Yeah, and yeah. everybody else is wrestling around, and Brandon's dancing. And yeah. It's a wild group. It's a fun one, though.
1: Brandon dancing. Oh, man, he never stops. <laughs> no, he doesn't stop. You know, the funny thing, I worked with Brandon on the bridge project, and then, you know, during these meetings, he's always just like, whatever, whatever. It's like, doesn't want to work. I'm like, I'm here, whatever, we're doing this, and like that, and you get him off of there. He's just like a completely different guy. So, all he right. Andy's got like six kids or something, too, I think. I think, yeah, crazy. I think he just had a seventh. Yeah, I, Yeah, that's right. Right? Holy cow. Yeah, seven. On. So, I'm the youngest of six. Well. So, I was like, all right, I can relate. You know what I mean? But and then he's like went for another one. I'm like, what are you insane? <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> holy cow, he's a busy man. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. All right, our next question comes from Dave Farrell. Farrell. So, all right. Verbatim. He asks... I heard you just spent a week with Dave Farrell. How great is that guy?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that guy is amazing. Now it was, it was the first time we had a chance to hang out. I've seen you know seen Dave around a lot, and it was the first time I had a chance to met, uh, meet him and fish with him. And you know, we just we just bonded immediately. You know, he's just a happy guy. He's a great personality. He is a happy guy. Um, just genuine all the way around. And, uh, yeah, I was fortunate to spend the week with them, you know, Mm -hmm. in Costa Rica this past week, we had a great time, caught a lot of fish and, you know, had a lot of smiles and Mm -hmm. got a good, got a lot of good media going forward too.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He was, he he was, he's been on the show before, but he was bringing in, um, and Rick and they were going to do a whole Florida insider fishing report episode. And he's like, I'm sorry, I got to go on this trip.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. So he's like,
1: yeah, to cancel the show. So, we're hoping to get it back on the board here soon. But he actually asked the second question, too. He said, Why did your parents leave the K off Zach? Zach is not spelled uh, how you spell Zach with the C A C. You know, that's, so
0: I guess ink was expensive back then because, right. you know, I don't have a middle name either. So, it's just really, yeah.
1: So well, your full name, Zachary, Zachary, yeah, with an H, with an H. So, you say, Where the hell does the K come from? Yeah,
0: it just right? kind of doesn't even make sense. Yeah, if it ain't, it should be
1: an H. But come on, Dave, K. <laughs> I don't need in my name. Right. And then we posted up a picture of you this morning on Facebook asking for these questions. Um, and it was, I think, holding the rainbow trout <laughs> oh, right? yeah. with, with your gold necklaces on. So <laughs> yeah. uh, Heather Reynolds, who was just on uh, with her daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Michaela Reynold, or Michaela Whitmer, um, and they put on the trash can slam here locally. with well, the pledge right. was involved in that. Yeah. Um, so Heather asked, what's up with the gold necklaces? And do you want to be the new Mr. T or Mr. Z? (laughs) I
0: don't know. Uh, Yeah, I just started bringing, you know, we like to have fun on boats. So, uh, you know, started bringing some gold chains, uh, unicorn heads, you know, whatever we can do to get a bite. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's been funny. Three years ago, we were fishing down in the Bisbee's, uh, the black and blue tournament down in Cabo. And it's been slow fishing uh, for the first two days, and we haven't had a bite. And I had this blow-up unicorn costume that I went in. (laughs) <laughs> and the galleon put on and came out. And as soon as I did, I raised up my arms and everybody started crying, laughing. And we got bit. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. We caught a striped marlin right then. Really? So, so ever since then, I've been bringing, you know, little props on the boats. And the gold chains have caught a lot of fish. Really? You when know, things are slow, we'll, you know, throw those on. Or, you know, during the tournament, you know, find the hot guy, put them on him. And, you know, see what we can do for the bite. And the unicorn head we took to – uh First day we didn't get a bite at the Big Rock this year. The second day I brought out the unicorn and the gold chains, and that's when we caught that fifty-five pound mahi worth four hundred two thousand dollars.
1: Get so, out! Yeah, you throw on the gold chains and you caught
0: the mahi. Yeah, so I, I mean that. it's it's that's kind
1: awesome. of a yeah, it's unreal. So you so. caught that. All right, so you caught that fish, right? Right. And, and it asks so you, Heather asked a second question. She said, "Do you want to be in the movies because your facial expressions are awesome?" But I think that's more <laughs> that's more of a comment than I appreciate than a, than a that. question. But um. Yeah, so you caught that fish on on the Singularis. Yep. Right, and the uh, old you know, Captain John Van Dellen is you know very good friend of ours. Very good guy. And, yeah. You know, cancer survivor too. Yeah, cancer survivor. Um. And you know he he's just been an amazing guy to be associated with. Uh, and I'm sure you guys have you know had a lot of deep discussions yeah. about things yeah, he's as been, well. He's, yeah. When I first got diagnosed. You know,
0: I didn't realize that he had, you know, a battle before that, and, mm-hmm. you know, just being able to talk with him about it and him, you know, providing some information and support and stuff, you know, goes a long way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, we talk a lot about, about on the show, like what Connected white Water means, um, philosophically speaking, you know, yeah, it's the name of our company, but you know, this is the philosophy of our company. You know, it is that the, our aquatic community comes together and really like lifts up. Everybody, right? That that we're associated with or a part of, and you know, we, you know, even though like the, the fishing industry, the marine industry is a very large industry, it's really made up of a nice. Tight it is, yeah. Group it's really tight knit group of people, and, yeah.
0: And everybody just cares and you know wants other people to succeed, yeah, you know, which is
1: great, right? And Why I love it, yeah, exactly. And um, you know, it, it's it's just nice to know, um, that that's there, you know. So we got to pick a winner though, of, of our. So, who's gonna win a? Connected by water t shirt. Got Brad, we got Jumbo. Jumbo can't win. Uh, Dick Jagger. It's the old Dick Jagger. (laughs) Yeah, Dick Jagger's the winner. All right. So uh, I'll send you those lyrics in, I promise, brother. Captain Call Redmond will be reaching out to you. And then maybe you can come into the show and pick up your shirt instead. So cool. So, yeah, man. Um, So, fishing has taken you all over the world. You said you've been doing this for like eight or nine years. Yeah right yeah, about eight or nine years and now. explain to me that that transition and that journey you know where you, you know what well, you're coaching high school football yeah, before I was, this I was coaching th- high school
0: football in our in the Orlando area and that was kind of always my dream mm-hmm. You know, had to run a high school program I felt like you I can make a bigger difference at the high school level than the college or pro level and um you can really change lives
1: and you know make an impact in a kid's life and also oh, that Cleveland Browns thing that's happening that's got to be that's got to be a huge moment for you then if they, yeah you know. yeah i mean just to see that full
0: circle with him yeah and um you know he, he was a great kid you know didn't come from much you mm-hmm. know and you know worked for everything he's had in life and um you know so just to see guys like that succeed and you know go on to be great people and then you know great you know, raise a wonderful family and stuff like that is awesome yeah that's cool so, sorry i cut you off oh here. it's all good yeah so um so did that for a few years and then just realized you know I wanted to do something else in life. You know, I didn't want to be defined, you know, by just being an athlete or a football player or a coach. And, you know, just knew there was more out there in life. Mm-hmm. And so I had a buddy who was in the media industry and, um, you know, asked if I could kind of tag along with him for a little bit. And, you know, I started picking up the camera and photography interested with in me. And uh, so I asked if I could hang out with him, meet some people. And we just happened to go to ICAST that year. No, Surf Expo. That year, and uh, he was working, helping out, doing some of the Pelagic stuff. And a couple weeks before, you know, I was in one of our retail stores, and I didn't know anything about Pelagic. I saw some of the shorts, and I bought them. And I was like, "Those are cool board shorts." And then when I met the guys, and I put two and two together, I just knew I wanted to be a part of it. Uh-huh. And so um, that weekend, at the end of the at the end of the convention, you know, I told the guy I said, hey." I don't want anything from you. I'm just going to stay here, help you guys break down. Cause we have, it's a huge setup. It's, you know, it's a full day breakdown. It's all blue collar pain in the butt work. Nobody wants it to do. So I just want to show you how I work, you know, and be around you guys. And I was like, if there's another opportunity down the road, just, you know, give me a shout if you like me. And, you know, I'd love to just kind of, you know, build that with you guys. And, uh, I did that, you know, three or four times with them and they kind of were like, you know, like the way I worked and, started putting me on some little individual projects and, you know, I was reaching out to them and bugging them as much as I could. And, uh, you know, finally a few years later, they gave me the opportunity to come on full time and you know kind
1: of haven't looked back since. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so. awesome. That's a good transition. I mean, you know, it, if, you know, we understand that too here, where I had a full on career and quit my day job to start this thing. And it's, it's not easy. You know what I mean to to make that call. Yeah, you, you I know, mean you just got to make court. that leap, and you know, um, you know, life's short and precious.
0: You know, and last thing I want to do is look back on the things I didn't do. You know, mm-hmm. and, and there's just so many, and that's one of my biggest problems. I love everything, you <laughs> know, so I don't feel like I'm really good at anything anymore. Because I'll be offshore fishing one day, and the next next day I'll be inshore fishing. Next day I'll be bow hunting, and you know, so it's, uh, it's uh-huh. crazy, but, you know, I just love the adventures and experience. You know, it's not about the harvest or catching for me. It's just being
1: around good people and, you know, a great environment and just enjoying the day. Yeah, the path and the journey is really the most important part. Yeah, 100%. Know? Yeah, in, in any of this. Yeah. You know. And, every,
0: it, and everything on the end is just a bonus after
1: that. Right, right, exactly. And I always say that, too, it's like, especially fishing, you know what I mean? You are It's all about the day and who you're with and, you know, that experience in life and that you gain— in um, the bond that you have and the bond that you create, and it's so long-lasting. Right. Um, That's really the most important part. You know, the catch is the, is the byproduct. Right. Like, that's why I can't stand, like, like mean captains.
0: Yeah. And, you and know? It's uh, i have never seen a great day on a boat with bad attitudes.
1: hmm You know, nobody's
0: yeah. ever catching fish when they have a bad attitude on a boat. Yeah. And so that—you know, just getting back to that prop stuff and all that, you know, anytime you can just— you know, take your mind and kind of focus it elsewhere and stuff like that. You know, usually good things happen. Yeah, for sure. So what's your what's your main role at Plagic right now? Right now. So I, I normally are attending a lot of the big, you know, conventions, fishing tournaments. You know, we'll have our normal big tent set up there. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing a lot of promotion, you know, selling apparel, uh, just building the brand. Uh-huh. Um, You know, right now, you know, with the fishing tournaments are all still going on, and we've had great numbers, but unfortunately, the vendor villages and all that have had a kickback. Uh-huh. So, I've been attending, you know, a lot some tournaments throughout the year, you know, between my treatments and things, and when I can, and you know, just being there, helping build the brand, uh-huh. you know, building relationships. I do a lot of photography. Um, My favorite is you know jumping in the water and swimming with the billfish, swordfish, uh-huh. blue marlin. Sailfish. I mean, it's just something that, you know, it's hard to describe, you know, when you jump in the water, you know, with that fish, it's just you and him. And, you know, that water hits your ears and then the world goes silent.
1: Everything changes, yeah. And it's just you forget about yeah, everything you forget, else. You
0: forget about everything else and the world goes silent. And you can't hear anything but you and yep. that fish and some bubbles. And, I mean, it's just an experience like none other.
1: Yeah, that's John's passion is is photography and videography and you know editing and all that and putting all that together. He's yeah, very good at it. it. It's
0: it's awesome now too. Yeah. I mean, just with technology now yeah. and you know and it's you can do so many things. You can be as creative
1: as you want to be. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, nothing like being out in nature. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, a lot better than being in here. I said tell people I'm like right now, it's like it's so frustrating because like hardly ever fish anymore because so I'm so married to the yeah. studio. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we we'll. we'll and when we move to the beach, we'll be able to jump out, sneak, out, of the sneak, sneak out for yes. some snook excursions. <laughs> yeah, or, hit that run. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you
0: guys, you were just down in Costa Rica? Yeah. So just uh, spent 10 days down in Costa Rica, uh, Pelagic. We had our whole marketing team down there and a couple mm-hmm. guys, Dave Farrell and Andy Moyes mm-hmm. uh, were down there and uh, we did a big media shoot. Yeah, uh, nice. Andy's a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy. Um, that was the first time I really had a chance to hang out with him and I mean just the lures oh, and really? and everything and just his knowledge. man. Yeah, just his knowledge and stuff. I've I've yeah. known about him and you know, we've mm-hmm. met a couple of times, but and a sticker right behind your head there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we had a we had a great time, you know, fishing and hanging out and caught some nice rooster fish. Bill fishing was slow offshore, but
1: oh, we hooked a couple tunas and nice Dorado and stuff, so it was a good time. Fishing was a little slow, huh? Yeah, and they really start showing up more in like January and stuff. Yeah,
0: right now is usually this this time of year, yeah. You know, December, January is when they're showing up, and you know, hopefully, they'll show up soon because mm-hmm. we, we got a tournament out there in a couple weeks, our big rock star tournament, uh, January 15th through the
1: 17th. So, um, hopefully, they'll be chewing then. Nice, maybe Nate can take me down with them. Yeah, hopefully, he's going. Yeah, he'll hopefully, he's going exactly. So, that's to see rooster fishing.
0: Yeah, actually, caught a Cut, we caught a couple you nice good guys have good, good roosters days Yeah, we, uh, the last day we were fishing, I just happened to be in the back of the boat, and a couple of the guys went up to the bow, and one of our live baits, one of the lookdowns, got smacked on. I jumped on the rod, and we ended up catching, like, a 70-pound rooster. Come on. It was oh. <laughs> I mean, stud. Really? Yeah. I got you it, got a picture of it? Yeah, then I got in and swam you with it. You have to have a picture of it, right? and swam with it and released it, and... I mean, it was just an amazing experience all the way around.
2: That's on top yeah. of my bucket list. I haven't been down there to target them yet. I want yeah. to get one from the surf.
1: I went once. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why we talked to yeah. you which is tough, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, it's a that big fish. That thing's a horse.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <Nice>. Wow. <laughs> the dorsal yeah, so that mean, that was a, that was a bucket list fish right there for me, without a doubt. I went down to Costa Rica once. Um, to go, well, I've been there more than once, but the one time I went rooster fishing, I was so excited to do that. And we went with this old guy. Dude, that thing is huge. Yeah, with it. That's awesome. Yeah, we went with this old guy and we just couldn't, couldn't convert one. It's like, there's a spot where I don't know if you know where the mermaid is, on you know, the out on the rocks, on the beach or whatever. It's kind of like in between like Hermosa and Capos, okay. it's like right in the middle yep. there and anyway we went on the panga and everything so I was getting all excited right. that this is going to happen it just gonna happen.
0: But yeah i mean they're tough you know it's i've known people who gone out there and you know tried 12 different trips and have never caught a rooster and then someone goes out there for the first time fishing yeah. ever and yeah. you know they catch a you know 80
1: pounder yeah <laughs> so nope. it's just just part of the game and you know just being in the right spot at the right time you know Manny Valera Manny Manny's out of Capos there he um, he's trying to convince me to go back because that's how I went fishing once we didn't get one. He's like, "Oh, I bought one of your hats. Let's come on down and catch another rooster." But I don't know. Yeah, you got to come down to Capo's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I want to try that. I want I got to get one. You know. But they're pretty. They're pretty fish. I yeah, mean, they're amazing. They put on a great fight. Yeah, without so, a doubt. So you guys,
0: you opened a club down there? Yeah. So it's uh, it's basically a charter, high end charter business. So we got a 58 Garlington down there now. We got a 32-foot regulator center console. And then we have, I think it's about a five-acre house mm-hmm. up on the mountain uh, overlooking the ocean. Um Infinity pool, bar, chef. And then there's... Doesn't suck. No, not at all. And then there's <laughs> four, four or five cottages on there, you know, that'll all be rentals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it can be you know, bachelor parties or it can be families or it can be right. boys trips or tournaments, you know, just a lot of opportunities. We're going to start running some pelagic fishing camps out of there, uh-huh. you know, having some guys come in like Annie Moyes, you know, teach some techniques and stuff like that, have a couple of days on the boat. Um, I might start hosting some trips. Cool. You know, having guys from across the world, you know, come in and they want to hang out and, you know, see the pelagic experience, you uh-huh. know, kind of how we – hit the water and, you know, learn those techniques and have a good time. And so that's kind of the, the model of the business. So the guys come in, you know, whoever comes in you know, rents out the house, you know, has a great time. Uh, the boats are both there, you know, available inshore, offshore fishing, and just, you know, kind of to be able to live that pelagic experience like we like to broadcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Learner from Andy
0: Moyes. That's, yeah. That's and learning from somebody. Experience. Yeah. I mean, you know, we got a lot of the top, captains in the world so you cool. know bringing those guys together and be able to learn from them in a Costa Rica environment where you get to go do it at the same time as you know pretty valuable yeah yeah that's awesome that's all this is a good you were able to get down there yeah I was yeah I was fortunate you know I'm you know kind of I got treatments you know every couple of weeks and stuff like that now so uh I get it I take any
1: adventure I can when, when they're available you know man I, I think about that and that's that's A lot of people would just lay down on that one. You know what I mean? And just be like, no, I can't go. I got this cancer thing. Right. You know what I mean? But you're charging, man. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the only way we can do
0: it. I mean, it's just, it's actually, you know, made me a happier person. And, you know, I think if you kind of sit back and dwell on things, I mean, that'll kill you itself. Mm -hmm. You know, And, and going into my treatments and my treatment centers and stuff, you know, I see a lot of other people going through battles and, you know, just... You know, seeing the loss of hope in their eyes and stuff is, you know, tough. Yeah, right. And, um, you know, so just trying to, you know, be supportive or, you know, just realize that you can make it and you can battle it and, you know, you don't have to give up. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, just keep fighting, you know, keep moving forward. How far ahead are you thinking on this thing? I mean, I know it's a tough question. It's a challenging question to ask, right? But, like, you know, you're going to beat it confident. You're just going to do that. Yeah, no you, question you know, about it. Yeah, I, right. I don't see it. Yeah, but I refuse to lose. I mean, past beating it, right? Because it's going to happen. You know, and you come out on top, and you're rising above all this like that, like that, like you got to really kind of look coming through that whole journey, and that whole experience, as a completely changed man. Yeah, right? yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's it's definitely made me a better person. Yeah. It's and, stronger. And are you planning on, like, you know, I would hope that you take, and I'm sure you will, take this inspirational step that you're going through now to the next level, right? Because at this point, people are seeing you, um, I guess, as a leader in this, mm-hmm. right? Right. And like an alpha character in, in this whole fight, in this whole battle, um, you know, God, it's a really tough question to ask because when you go through this whole thing, I would imagine that, you know, your mind goes back and forth on a lot of things, right? Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and, and, and well, I, I just want to make sure that I'm asking this the right way. Like beyond this, are you planning on doing anything for the help and support of, you know, others that are in need? like beyond this. I know you're focusing on yourself right now. This is why, that's why it's a sensitive question to ask, right? Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. And it's, and I hope I asked that the wrong way. I'm not trying to, it's more about, you know, just kind of creating awareness for people right now. Right. You know, the whole cancer aspect and you know, this is something, you know, I'm gonna have the rest of my life and you know, if I can help other people, Mm -hmm. you know, get through their battles, support, um, you know, whatever it takes. Um, Actually, there's a bowl game in Orlando, a football bowl game, the Cure Bowl. The Cure Bowl. Yep. And uh, all their money that they raise goes to uh, Cancer Research um, in the local Orlando area. They have a doctor there. Um, I'm just learning about it right now. They've reached out to me, and I'm going to start,
1: you know, being a part of the, that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, nice. you know, going to the event. I really fumbled over that freaking question. To oh, it's it, all No, no, horribly. no, yeah. But, you know, but I, I think you kind of get the gist of what I'm – and that's exactly what I'm yeah, – I, mean, I was asking, like, pretty much. Like, it, yeah, so the curable, you know, going and talking to
0: the football players, you know, just about life, you know, competition, you know, cancer, finding other things in life outside of football mm-hmm. that you'll enjoy. You know, I think a lot of guys struggle with that. You right. know, Once they're done with sports, you know, it's kind of been in our identity their entire life, especially if you play up until your late 20s or 30s and then, you know, having to switch and, you know, find a new career or life. Right. You know, a lot of guys struggle yeah. with that. So the sooner we can help guys learn about that, I think the better for the long run because yeah. I mean it's very, you know, as you know, it's a small percentage that get to go on and play, you know, mm-hmm. in college and you know, let alone the pros. So, you know, just finding other things in life that motivate you and you know, you want to accomplish.
1: Yeah, sometimes um you know, we we always like to give like when we do a lot of like our you know, fundraisers or, it's like, to, like, more, like, local guys that we know where, like, you know, the money is going to be used directly for a cause. Right. Rather than giving it to, like, a large corporation. Right. Like, organizational, even though it's, like, a nonprofit or a, or a charity yeah. or whatever like that. Like, a lot of these larger things, sometimes you don't understand. No, you, where want, you want to know going. where your money goes. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, that's why a lot of times we'll, like, um we support freedom fighter outdoors like Sarah and Vinny and all that. Cause we know I know exactly where those right. funds are going to yeah. and what it's being used for. And, you know, we like getting involved with, with organizations that are a little close to home for that reason. Yeah. That's, that's really important. Right. these days. Um So are there other organizations that you have found throughout this process that are more like that, that maybe people can get involved with or people can kind of reach out to there's, there's so many confidence. Yeah. You know? I mean,
0: it, it, there's so many organizations out there. Um, good ones, bad ones, unfortunately. Um, you know, I just think it's important to do your research, right? Yeah. You know, on, on where your money's going, you mm-hmm. know, find out what it's contributing to. Um, yeah, just do your diligence on that and find something you're passionate about. Yeah. You know, whether it's cancer or whether it's you know, animals or, you know, whatever it is, you know, just find something you're passionate about where you want to put your money and, you know, make sure it's going to the right place.
2: Mhm.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, did you did you grow up in Virginia? I didn't. I actually uh I grew up in Winter Park. Oh, you Winter grew up Park in Florida. Florida so you're yeah. Florida native. So I'm, a, I'm born and
1: raised Florida. Oh nice. Boy. Yeah, yeah, The few the proud, right? Yeah. We're for all sure. Florida sure. and sure. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So and what then, made so what made you choose Virginia for a for school? Um uh, my dad
0: my dad's a Hall of Famer and all century tight end at the University of Florida. Um, oh, wow. So I kinda grew up a big Gator fan. Okay. And then um sorry. But wanted to create my <laughs> – no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And uh, my uncle played at Virginia and, you know, kind of grew up a Virginia fan as well. And my dad used to actually do the commentary for the Citrus Bowl back in the day, the color commentary. And um, Virginia was – I think it was 1990 they were down here playing Illinois in a bowl game for the Citrus Bowl. And my dad used to go to the practices every day, you know, to get to know the players, talk to the coaches. So he had stuff to talk about on TV. Mm-hmm. And I was running, I had a little hutch helmet, a little Chicago Bears one back in the day, and I took the C off, so it was just a navy blue helmet. And I was running around the practice field, and my dad was talking with Coach Welsh at the time, and Coach Welsh, you know, hollered me over, and I ran over, and he took my helmet gave it to one of the trainers and told him to go put the stripes on my helmet. So he put the stripes on my helmet, you know, that day. Uh-huh. Made me a Virginia fan, you know, nice. kind of for life. And then... uh that's actually the same coach who I ended up signing with while I was there. So, yeah, very which cool. Is pretty That's cool.
1: Awesome. So very
0: cool. Yeah, and the um, and just a great school, great education. I mean, just yeah, it has everything there. I mean, it's a special place without a doubt.
1: Yeah, nice. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's the ACC school. Yeah, ACC. There? there you go. For sure. There you go. Nope. My
0: first real playing time was actually down at Florida State. So oh, really? Was pretty cool. Yeah, Did we go down. It was my sophomore year, and I was a long snapper, and I was our third team center. And the first team center got hurt on like the second series of the game, and my offensive line coach, I'll never forget, looked at me and goes, "You know, if that other guy gets hurt, you got to go in." And I was like, "All right." Two quarters later, in the middle of the third quarter, that kid goes down, and so I had. A, I, he looked at me. He was like, "You're in." I ran out on the field, and we ended up scoring three consecutive drives, and really, I never came out the rest of my career. <laughs> <team laughs> Any what?
1: Oh, any run plays? Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, ran yeah, that little ball back then. There you go. Yeah. Nice, man. Were you nervous or shit or what?
0: No. It was just kind of, you know, sportsmen, don't make me nervous.
1: No? You know, just. the so running just out just that on fun. that big wide open field with all yeah. the fans cheering and everything. Yeah. Actually, my you first. You
0: missed that? Uh, yeah. I'm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look back on it and it was great. I miss the people. Yeah. I miss, you know, the great coaches I had. You Not know, the, the locker fans. room stuff. You know, fans and I mean playing in front of 100,000 people and stuff is you know amazing I mean right. it's hair-raising bone-chilling kind of stuff but right. you know it's more about just the time you spend with the guys um you know that's a great thing about football just you're you become friends with so many different backgrounds and ethnicities and you know classes you know I, I'll never forget you know sitting around and you know you got one guy here from you know the hood in Hampton you got another guy mm-hmm. here you know, from Northern Virginia, you know, double pop collared shirts. And then you got a country boy over here from Southwest Virginia, you know, chewing tobacco and, you know, overalls. And, you know, we're all sitting around there hanging out, you know, having a good time when, you know, normally you wouldn't even have a conversation, you know, with those mm-hmm. guys or something like that, right. you know. So uh, just being introduced to that, you know, I just think teaches you a lot about life and, you know, how I met some of my best friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's gotta be cool though, man.
2: Yeah, it was, it's
0: it's definitely it's 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 cool. We played in some big time games and uh, unfortunately didn't win any championships or anything. But you know it was awesome experience. And who you know, is your quarterback then? Matt Schaub. He's oh yeah, my good, there he's, you he's go. One that's my, right. He's one of my best friends. Really? Yeah. Nice. He's uh, had a great career in Houston. And now he's backing up Matt Ryan up in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Yeah, stuff, I was gonna so. say
1: he's still playing, man. He's putting in the time. God,
0: Sixteen years, I think it yeah. is. now. Yeah, Which that's is insane. Yeah, so, I always
1: say that's got to be the best job in the world, backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean until you get called in, he was, a starter. In. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a starter for a long time. Yeah. Like, I don't want to diminish that or anything like that, but I mean at this point, like because I looked at I was watching Dolphins yesterday, and I was like, oh crap, Chad Henne backing up Patrick Mahomes. I just like you forget about yeah. it. sometimes like you know Chad Henne like used to be a starter for the Dolphins right. like yeah. a long time yeah. ago. I'm like, man, that guy's still in the league. But yeah, those quarterbacks,
0: you know, they can play a lot longer time, you know, especially if they're not taking those hits. Yeah, and also, you know, a veteran guy like you know Matt is basically like having another quarterback coach at the same time, right? right? You know, so
1: it's he just helps out
0: with Matt Ryan's reads the whole time. And yeah, I think that's
1: really probably like a good prerequisite for that job is like being that that second coach on like that's got the mic on the guy and everything. Yeah, hundred percent because you're involved in every call and you know conversation going on the field. I think uh, what what, um, Peterson for the the coach for the Eagles was kind of like that. Doug Peterson, yeah, you know he was like always. Everyone always says that he was always good to have on the mic, even though he wasn't playing that kind of thing. Like another coach does, Highland. Yeah, that's cool, man. Right on. So, did you like fishing in Winter Park growing up? I didn't. No, no.
0: I was, you know, I grew up playing a ton of sports all the Mm -hmm. time. You know, I was a I was a swimmer, water polo player, baseball, basketball, football. I mean, pretty much did it all, and you know that kind of consumed my my time. You know, I'd bass fish every now and then right. down in the creek or something like that, but I didn't know anything about it or mm-hmm. you know, just kind of did it in spare time and just really developed that passion, you know, this past decade and you know, I love it.
1: Wow, that's awesome. So 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 you're you're coaching full time. You basically your dream job and everything like that. And you basically scrap it all to go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Because you always hear, "like, no, you I fish my whole life." No, no, no. I always follow yeah, my passion. I mean, but this, I'm actually surprised to hear that, and I think it's cool as shit. Yeah, it's uh,
0: you know, I just there was so much. I just wanted to do something else. You know, I just yeah. didn't want to be identified, and I felt like I was kind of in that trap, right? You know, like I'm a football guy. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, and it's like, no, man. There's so much more out in life to do. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, that's why I felt that way, too, when I was working my old job. It was, you know, I, mean, I painted fish you know, ever since I was a kid, but my job, I was a designer and art director in the music business and designing CD covers and doing things like that. And then, but I, too, was like, I, I don't want to do that the rest of my life. Right. You know what I mean? I, I would just want to be a painter or just do my own my own studio or yeah. something like that. and probably wasn't the smartest move. And at first, you know, the smartest, like well thought out decision, you know what I mean? But it's like, you, sometimes you just got to take a step and go. Yeah. You just got to, you know, realize what makes you happy in life. Yeah. And
0: it's, it's not money, you know, a lot of the time, right. You know, I'd rather have a job that I love and, you know, have an income that can you know, put a roof over my head and eat and Mm -hmm. take care of my kids. And I'm a happy man, you know, and, uh, I'd rather do that than mean chasing dollars my entire life and missing out on experiences like this or uh-huh. you know, or start trying to do those experiences when they're too late. You know, I mean every day's valuable these days, so you know, the yeah. more you can get out and do and live and risks you take, you know,
1: the happier you'll be. Nice. You stare life in the face and yeah, st- tell st- it I got this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, there's no other choice. I mean it's just Yeah. I mean this past year. 18 months, you know, I've learned a lot about myself, sure, you know, which is cool, and, um, you know, it's been fun, and there's been a lot of lows too, you know, without a doubt, uh-huh. you know, and, and that's something, you know, I'm, I don't believe in posting or, you know, talking about, you right, know, it's just spreading negativity or stuff like that, and I mean, I'm not going to lie, there's days where I woke up, I'm like, this sucks, you know, kind of why me, you know, and things like that, and then... Right walk outside, you know, look around, you know, see the sun shining, birds chirping and stuff like that, and be like, damn, it's taking me a good day. Let's go do something, have fun, and you know, yeah. just appreciate what's around you, you know. You can always look around. Somebody's got it worse than you, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's days of doubt, and I'm sure there's, you know, conversations and questions to God and the whole nine yards and, you know, but. You know, I thank God you're here right now and that's what I want to focus on. It's fact you're in front of me today. No, I'm appreciate very thankful it. for that. No, I'm very thankful you know? for you, man. And and, this opportunity. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I wanna thank you for coming in and sharing your time with us. No, it's been great. And, yeah, you know, uh, I've
0: been a fan of you for a long time.
1: See your artwork oh, everywhere on. and stuff like
0: that. So uh, <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. You got a wonderful studio and you know, just whatever I can do to help, I'm always here and you know, looking forward to hitting the water sometime, fishing yeah, man. and hanging
1: out and Let's do some fishing. Having some some crazy adventures. Well, we're about to paint a mahi, right? Yeah. So so here's the thing. So I've been telling people, like, everyone, that that mahi's been sitting here. (laughs) So, all right, John, Captain John, right? He's like, hey, are you in the studio? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right. I'm like five minutes away. And he's up and shooting. He's like an hour away. So he had already been He's just kind of coming, right? Yeah. He's like. I'm going to drop this fish off (laughs) in your studio, this Mahi that we had one made for Zach. He's like, Can you paint something on it? I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, he's like, Oh, just let me know whatever you need, whatever you need. I'm like, All right, no, bring it in, right? So like five minutes later, like he's like here. He's like, Oh, I'm here. And he's like, You gotta come out to the truck to help me carry this thing in. I'm like, Is it that big? He's like, Oh yeah. And it's like got this big scaffolding like bolted to the back of it and the whole thing like that. So, you know, it took us a minute to get it in in the studio. Yeah, but I mean,
0: that's the first time I've seen it. Yeah, you know, and it's It's beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful fish. So that was
1: that was mounted by grey taxidermy. And it, it's probably, I told you this before, this is probably the most beautiful mountain that I've ever seen. Yeah, they, they did such an incredible, amazing job on this. Um, and so he brings it in. That thing's been laying there for like, it was like a month and a half yeah. now, something yeah, like that. So, that yeah. so everyone that's come in was just admiring it and you know, and to, have to tell them, I'm proud to tell them the story. So the whole story, which we've told in the podcast many times, is that that won the Big Rock. We call it it's our $400,000 fish. Right, yeah, it's an expensive mahi, right? Yeah, there, it's an expensive it it mahi, up. so it's a four hundred thousand dollar mahi. It's laying in the middle of our studio, um, it has been for a while. And, um, take me through that. So, you put on the gold chains and you caught that, right? So, yeah, so
0: headed out in the morning.
1: Uh, we were leaving the house. I look at my truck and I remember I was like,
0: I got the unicorn in there, the gold chains. I'm like, should I bring them? Um, this Absolutely. was my first time fishing on the Singularity, yeah. so I'm still feeling was out. Mr. You know? Citron with you no, guys, No, he wasn't there. No, okay. He wasn't there for the tournament. So that's why I was fortunate, you know, to be on the angler. Right. And um, I was passing my car. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to grab that. I grabbed him, you know, put him out on the battle chair on the way out. I had the the gold chain sitting on the unicorn head right there when we were going out to sea. And, um, yeah, it was about midday. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, had all the lines out. And, you know, fortunate that, you know, that big mahi came through with two cows. The two cows hit the, you know, two shorts, I think. And then, you know, the bull piled on our shotgun, you know, on mm-hmm. the 120. So uh, you caught that in a J jayway, right? On one of Andy's lures? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of Moy's lures. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hit the right lure. And, you know, we had him in the boat within. Gosh, a minute and a half, probably. Yeah. And it was a quick fight. And then Jimmy, one of the mates, you know, had a hell of a gaff shot, you know, hit him right, right in the head. I mean, didn't lose an ounce of blood or a drop of blood, you know, so that made a big difference in, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of tournaments. And we knew we, had a, we knew we had a good fish, and I think the leader at that time was around 48 on the board. And uh, so we knew we were going to be competitive. It was just having the opportunity to weigh a fish at the Big Rock. It was mm-hmm. just amazing experience
1: in itself. Yeah, and then, I know. remember all day long we were watching because Jordan was there. So yeah, yeah. Was, he, he, waited, he They waited in their blue Marlin right before yeah. us. Whenever, yeah, whenever, whenever cool. um, he shows up, he becomes the focus of everything. Yeah, right? he's, he's, so. he's at a
0: lot of these tournaments now, yeah. and I think it's good for the fishing industry too. Absolutely, you know, having matter. him
1: in there and you know just
0: Absolutely. having ESPN, you know, yeah, do some takes on it and you know publicize the tournaments and stuff is you know just great for the industry.
1: Yep. That day, that particular day, we had a family. that had a family day going on, and we took the kids to John Dickinson State Park in Jupiter. And we were up on the lookout tower. And I get a call from Captain Johnny. He goes, "Guess what?" I'm like, "He's like, we just won So He's 400,000. He's like texting, was so excited. Yeah, you should have seen him running around yeah. when we won it. It was it was amazing.
0: Yeah, just had a great week with those guys. Lots of fun, you know, and just being able to catch a fish like that, you know, once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. Know, that we'll always remember. And and then the suspense throughout the week, I think we caught that on day two, you know, so there mm-hmm. were five more days fishing after that. So just checking the
1: leaderboards yeah. every single day and stuff, you know, <laughs> was just added nice. into it all. So that's the experience we talked about earlier, man. You're going to have that with those guys forever. Yep, yeah, for sure. That's great. Yeah, we gave me a few more gray hairs, I think. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, cool, man. Well, let's go paint a mahi. Sounds good, brother. Right? Let's do this thing. All right. Um, so again, thank you, Zach Yarbrough for giving us your time today and coming to the studio and hanging out when we get our new store set up, our gallery that we're opening up out in, um, out in Pompany, you got to pay us a visit. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm down here all the time now. So, yeah. Um, and then we got to get our rap song going. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, it proper <laughs> to call it a song? I don't know. I guess so. Or yeah. The, or is there like a cooler way to say that? Uh, yeah. let see. They call them drips or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I guess we're getting old. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Dick Jagger can tell us. Yeah. So, All right. Cool, man. Thanks, brother. No, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Right on. I I appreciate you guys very much. Right on, man. Right on. All right. Your ego is not your amigo. All right. Always do your best and let God do the rest. If you're in the market for a vehicle, call our good buddies at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, right? And go talk to my man, Dean. He will hook you up. He'll give you the best deal possible, right? Um, And just tell him we sent you, and then they'll guarantee you're going to get the best deal possible, right? Um, If you are hungry, and I know you are, go check out our good buddies at Papa's Raw Bar, right? Yeah. They got a Connected by Water-inspired sushi menu that's got some pelagic rolls on there. Yeah, I got some new rolls there. They've done a great job. That's an awesome place. They want to keep it local, stay local, be local, eat, drink, be local, um, so support Papa's raw bar and all those our fine folks and friends over there. Um, and also Papa's Pilar rum, right. Who is, um, Obviously, Cat's out of the bag. Papa's Pla Room is a brand-new sponsor of the show. Awesome. Um, we're going to officially announce that in a really grand and good way um January 1st. There's um, a lot of
0: that consumed on the docks, I guarantee you. Yeah, that. a <laughs> lot of that consumed yeah. in the studio, too, as yeah. you can see. Yeah. We put I've just, witnessed that from
1: uh, yeah a few guys in here. Yeah, we just put <laughs> some fresh bottles out on the table and— um, you know, but I was looking around the room and John comes in and he sets up before the show or anything like that. And I'm like, well, all those bottles are empty.
2: <laughs> Get them off the table. Put some fresh ones out.
1: So, yeah. So, um, listen, all the fine folks at Papa's Pilar always remind you to never be a spectator. So, um, please enjoy a glass of rum with your loved ones this holiday season. Have and some
2: cool, like, holiday recipes on their website. And they got the egg dog stuff. one, right? Yeah.
1: And I just want to tease this episode. We got fly coming up on the next episode, but the episode after that, Michelle's coming in here,
2: nice. and
1: uh, so we're gonna have bombshell on the show, and we are gonna do um, drunken um, Christmas phone calls, <laughs> uh, cr- 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 crank calls. So <laughs> crank make calls. sure you guys call me. Yeah, So, so yeah, we We, both, we both. So basically, if you get a random random call, you're gonna get a you know, people are gonna get a random call and say, "Hi, this is bombshell. I just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas," and then. Just gonna hang up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so we're gonna do that for like an hour. We'll see how that works out. I don't know, but there's an eggnog recipe that um Papa's Plar has been throwing out there that we're gonna kind of cool do on the show. To, and try to make yeah, try nice. to make so cool. All right, all right, Zach. We're good. You ready to paint a mahi? Let's go paint this nah, mahi. It's good Let's to go do it. No it matter it where we are, no matter what we're doing, do not ever forget that we're always connected by water. Appreciate it. Thank problem. you, brother.